the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. What, I, what we're going to do is uh, the radio got it. Uh, so wherever you're watching the show, uh, listen to it on the radio. I'll tell you what. Welcome to the show. We got this absolutely fantastic guest here today. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, leadership. We're going to talk about a whole lot of things, especially leadership for the future. And, Michelle, I, I am so excited about uh, this show. I, I'm so excited about uh, our guest and, oh, yeah. uh, and all the things that he's going to uh, uh, talk with us about and uh, enlighten us on. You know, so uh, I, I want to go ahead and get this show started. So uh, can you do the honors by introducing uh, this guest and, and uh, the purpose of the show is showing in the center cell. Great. Great. Well, the well, title of the show is called Leadership for the Future. And we're getting to know CEO, international speaker, entrepreneur, best-selling author, podcaster, writer, voiceover actor, and so many more, Tom Dennis. We're going to discuss the business, serenity, and leadership, and learn about the importance of organizational culture and what happens when it's ignored and why there's so much harassment and bullying. So let's talk a little bit about our guest today, Tom Dennis. Tom's a groundbreaking thought leader. He's gone from engineer, pilot, officer in the British Royal Marines, and healer to coach facilitator, writer, podcaster, agent of change, and public speaker. He holds a master's in the psychology of change and is focused on rebalancing the masculine and feminine in men and women in society and business because he sees this as a clear route to healthy cultures where everyone is included and where harassment, bullying, and the abuse of power are all eliminated. Again, he's an international speaker, voiceover actor, and Amazon number one published author, has been featured on both BBC TV News and radio, and as a thought leader in over 320 articles in industry-leading publications such as CEO Review, HR, HR.com, HR Zone, and HR Director just in the last two years. He's the CEO of Serenity and Leadership, and he's been hired by global banking, pharmaceutical, energy, and engineering brands such as Citigroup, Royal Bank of Scotland, Pfizer, and many more. He's passionate about improving cultures and bringing awareness to those in positions of power so they understand themselves more deeply and care about the impact they have on their people and the environment. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Tom Dennis. How you doing, Tom? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, JC. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to uh, join you on your program. Man, it's so so nice to have you on. And I know it's uh, probably a little later uh, in the day where you're at over in England. And so uh, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. So uh, we're excited. Anytime we're talking about leadership, I mean, I'm talking about in the world. Anytime we're talking about leadership is so important. Because we all need it, you know. So, uh, uh, so Tom, can you tell our, our viewers and listeners a little bit about you, where you grew up at, and what makes you the person that you are? <laughs> my, my my life story in a minute. <laughs> so, um, I uh, I was I was born in in this country in the UK, but my my mother was French and my father was um, half French. So I I have a a, a sort of a a, Euro, a lot of European blood in me. Um, but um, sadly, we never spoke French at home. My my mother had this belief that um, children that were brought up bilingual would would develop a stutter. So I I had to learn French at school, 
and I had a wonderful French teacher who actually didn't speak any English, which was very good. So we all had to learn um, uh, the French in order to to uh, communicate at all. Um, but I, I was I was very formed by going to boarding school. I think that had a, a huge impact on me, and I'm sure we'll sort of touch a little bit on that as we go through um, this exploration. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose the only other thing I'd say is that um, as a uh, I, I had a sister. Well, I still have a sister. <laughs> Um, but she's eight years older than me, and, and really th- that had a, the effect of my sort of feeling like a, an only child, and, and all the all the effects that that has as one one grows up. Um, boarding school, coming back to home, and being an only child, it, it, it sort of really formed me in, in lots of ways. And really, it's only in later life I can see th- those experiences and how they've affected me in later life. I think it was Steve Jobs who, who said, you, you can't join the dots looking forward. You can only join them looking backwards and uh, sort of make sense of everything. So, yeah, um, lots of influences. Wow. So uh, did you have any role models when you was growing up? I know you mentioned your sister, but uh, did you have any any role models that guided you uh, that influence you or that, that you just watch and say, hey, I want to be just like that person one day or even better? Well, I think between my father and his father, those were two very powerful role models. And when I was, when I was a kid, I, I used to go to my grandparents and I'd sit across the table um, opposite my grandfather. And behind him on a wall was a, a painting of Churchill. And... Uh, I always thought it was a painting of my grandfather. So I, I kind of confused my grandfather with Churchill, but I, I held him in sort of similar esteem, really, as he did. I know that somewhere amongst my papers, I've got a, a handwritten note from Churchill to my grandfather. Uh, I think my grandfather wrote to him once and wished him a happy birthday, and, and Churchill responded, you know, a little handwritten note, which was which was super. So, <clears throat> yeah, particularly my grandfather and, 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 and my father as well. Um, my, my father had a pretty hard up, um, upbringing in lots of ways. Um, but then at school, there was one, one master who I, he was the, he was the head of music. Um, and what an amazing man he was. Um, he actually didn't die that long ago. Um, and I went to a memorial service at the school. There was a big, there was a huge chapel there. And, and it was extraordinary seeing all these people who'd been influenced by him in their schooling days. And many had become professional musicians. And just to see them all gathered and, and just listening to amazing music played by um, uh, alumni from the school. It was, it was very moving. But he was, he was an extraordinary person, leader, charismatic but very humble as well so yeah there's a you couple know, of roles we've got probably two minutes before the break but I, i'm gonna ask you this question and we try to get through most of it uh, so <laughs> you have worn so many hats during your lifetime uh, a military officer in the british uh royal marines the name of few and a lot of other things tell us about your extraordinary life i mean i i was a military officer in the navy a united states navy <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've spent a, a little bit of time on board one or two U.S. Uh, ships in my time. A little bit different to the Royal Navy I, I experienced. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the, the, the leadership in the, the Marines taught me a lot of things. It taught me uh, particularly about humility. It taught me, taught about, me about team, team um, uh, work. work. And the power of the mission. These were all uh, really in- incredibly important things, I think. Um, the best leaders I've I- experienced and worked with were all humble beings. And I think that's taught me an in- enormous amount about what real leadership is about. It's not about making a noise. It's about caring. It's about seeing the impact that you have on others. 
these are these are traits that you see not just in the military but really in in any uh, walk of life and they're so powerful oh yeah oh yeah you know so uh we're gonna take a station break uh but we're gonna come back and we're gonna pick it up from here and i tell you yeah, uh, we're gonna dive off into, into this great topic topic and uh, and, uh educate educate and talk and about talk leadership. About leadership. So, so if you want to be part of the conversation, conversation, all you have to do is just go to whichever platform you're on and ask this great man any question that you might have. Remember, it's your life. <laughs> and we'll be back shortly after the break. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. Uh, It's your life, and I've got this absolutely fantastic guest here that's uh, getting ready to tell us about leadership in in the future and also tell us about some of the great things that he's doing. I mean, like I said, uh, this man wears a lot of different hats, (laughs) and he's a podcaster, a writer, author, voiceover guy, uh, and many, many others, but... uh, I want to talk about uh, leadership. So, uh, hey, Tom, can you tell uh, our listeners and viewers why you came up with this topic and why is it so important? Well, JC, it's like this. Um, we're in a bit of a mess. I think the, the leadership that has um, taken us to the situation that we are now um, is... Uh, it's not going to take us forward. It's not going to help us get through all the challenges, all the difficulties that we're facing. Um, we're talking about going into a world recession at the moment. Um, we, we are, as a, as a, as a species, um, we are destroying the environment that we need in order to survive. You know, people say, save the planet. The planet will be fine. It's us 
that's going to suffer. We are suffering. You only look at the need to look at the fires that are burning and so on around the world. Um, water's rising, microplastics in the sea. We are doing things which uh, you, you might say any sane person would just say, why are you doing that? Stop it. <laughs> but that's the leadership that's got us to where we are uh, because it's focused on the wrong things. And so we need a new leadership, new skills, new mindsets, new attitudes to uh, take us forward. And we can. We can have those things. We need them. Would you say um, that this is happening all over in a lot of different countries? I know how it is in the United States. And we certainly definitely, most definitely need leadership. And I'm not talking about politicized leadership. We need people that care not just a politician that just won't power. And, and that is affecting everybody. And I think that's a, a creating a major divide uh, between the people themselves. You know, so yeah. what can we do to make sure that we identify the right leaders for the right jobs and to ensure that uh, we start focusing on self? I'm talking about everybody your one vision, one focus, one idea, and love. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love that you use the word love. Yes, we could do with a bit of that. We could do with a lot of that. Um, we, we are in a difficult situation because um, it, it does apply in most countries. Uh, it isn't just the U.S., um, but the political systems are based on very short timescales. So people um, uh, persuade the, the populace to vote for them based on very short-term satisfying messages. But actually, we need, we need a system that uh, puts people in positions where they can lead for uh, um, w- with a long-term view, a long-term mindset. Uh, and th- there isn't, um, I think, w- an, an example is the, the pandemic. You know, the, the, the pandemic was such a challenge to so many people and so many systems. And, and actually what we needed was the best people from whatever party, from wherever, to come together and work together to, to, to collaborate and to come up with great um, solutions, ideas, routes through the, 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 the sort of the challenges and the disastrous situations that we had. All the time that politicians are, are, uh, and leaders are focused on saving themselves and making sure that they are in power, then it excludes so many really good people who, who who just aren't associated with that grouping? We've got to grow up. We um, uh, an us and them attitude. Uh, uh, I mean, so much of our life is dominated by um, a, a sort of a, a a binary thinking: us, them, right, wrong, black, white. It, it it's not going to work anymore. We've got to uh, find ways to get the wisdom of the community and to apply that in such a way that, because uh, so many of the problems we've got are long-term problems. They, they're not going to be solved in the, in the period of a, a short-term political um, period. We need long-term views, which means that we need people who are not just in it so they can have power and glory and money, but they're there to serve. You know, um, people in power need to get that mindset back where they're actually the people who are voted in to represent, to be of service, to be in service. Um, And that takes a completely different mindset. Uh, And as I said earlier, you know, one of the the, the most important facets of of leadership is humility. And uh, if, if, you, if you're working from a place of humility, you're not operating from ego. Would you say that uh, a lot of folks, I mean, just uh, I'm talking about people in general, they do not want change. They want it 
good or bad, whatever that situation is, they, they don't lock themselves up that this is the way it's got to be for whatever that is, good, bad, endeavoring. I don't want to change. Uh, I'm going to stay with whoever's in charge, or even though they're ruining my life and ruining everybody else. Why do you think it is so hard for people to recognize that change is inevitable in order for us to grow as people on this earth? It's going to require change, and we have to be able to adjust in a and, and, and be ready for change. Uh, what can we do to, I wouldn't say influence, uh, but uh, get people to understand that it's, well, it's going to happen. They, they need to reflect a little. I, I mean, we are having sort of, if you, if you like, very painful metaphors that we're living out at the moment. You only need to, to, to look at Yellowknife up in the, the north of Canada. I went, I went there years ago and um, uh, to, to think that everybody has had to be moved out because the chances are that their hometown is going to be burned um, through the, the fires, just as we've had in, in, in Hawaii. Um, nobody wanted to move, but, uh, you know, the earth doesn't care about that. The fires don't care about that. The floods don't care about that. Um, so eventually change is forced on us unless we really start to think about it and um, uh, think what what is the best thing, not just now, not in this moment, but uh, over a period of time. What is, what is the best thing for me, for the environment, for my community? Um, if people can think like that, and actually – um, a, a lot of this, I've, I've used the word community several times. I think that's one of the things that we're really missing in today's world is that sense of community. Because when the community gets together and uh, um, talks amongst themselves, then there is a there is a, a much higher level of wisdom and also a much greater level of courage to. Uh, uh, entertain and, and engage with change. You know, so, hey, Tom, you, you talk about serenity uh, in leadership. Can you explain uh, or what you mean by that? Well, we live in a noisy world. You know, when you, you get people that come back from work, um, very often the TV is already on. If it's not, it's almost the first thing that an awful lot of do is they people do. They switch on the TV or they switch on the radio. Um, it's it's news or it's music or th th it's noise. And actually, it's very reassuring at one level. But what it does is it prevents you actually hearing yourself. That uh, I, I often say to leaders when I'm I'm coaching them. You, you need to listen to that still, small voice. It's the voice of wisdom. Um, in some circumstances, we talk about the, the faint voice that you can only hear if you're silent. And if you're silent, you hear that. And, and in that silence is a place of serenity. And that's where the wisdom is. That's where the deep knowledge is. And... Uh, so for me, uh, leadership for the future needs to come from a place of serenity in oneself. Wow. You know what? Uh, we got to take a station break. <laughs> we going to come back. We're going to pick it up and we're going to get even deeper than what we are right now. We just starting, people. Whichever platform that you are watching this on or you listen to it on the radio, if you're on the radio, all you do is that one Seven, I don't forgot the number. One eight six six five five seven seven two four seven three. That's one eight six six five seven seven two four seven three. And you call in and ask this great man any question that you might have because it's your life. And we're gonna see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. 
Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to The James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And I see we got the radio. I, I hear you there, Todd. I, I hear you guys at that end. So everything is perfect. And, and if you want to call in, that's one 866 You know, God, you know, we, we, we talking leadership. We talking serenity. We talking all of these things. Uh, staying away from the politics as much as we can. But we we want people to know that it's all about you and that uh, we all have to come together and we have to pick our leaders that's going to bring us together and not separate us. Uh, it's one one nation, one world, one plan, one focus. And so if you want to join in on this conversation, all you do is go to the platform that you're on and just ask this great man. Tom, any questions that you might have, and I promise you I'll get it up. Tom, I want to get back to this leadership uh, uh, thing. Can you tell us why organization cultures, organization leadership is so important? In terms of coaching, it's, um, you know, it's it's funny. If you if you look at a, a concert pianist and you, you look at how they um, – prepare to go on stage, somebody will be listening to them. Somebody will be watching how they're playing. Um, if you watch any sport, the, the best and even, the not, not necessarily just the best, many, many, many sports people have a coach. So it, it's, it's kind of curious that in organizations, uh, particularly the, the, the leaders at the top of the organization, somehow feel that they don't need a coach or what is actually – uh, very often the case is they are um, uncomfortable letting anybody know that they have a coach. Why? Because it's it's a kind of demonstration of weakness. That's how they perceive it. I mustn't show anybody that I'm human. I mustn't show anybody that uh, I might be fallible or might actually make some mistakes. It's crazy, really. <laughs> We're human. Um uh, isn't it better if um, you admit that we're human and actually we do make mistakes and the coach helps you develop 
learn from those mistakes so that you don't um, make those mistakes again. Um, really, every good leader needs a coach. You're absolutely right. Um, probably need several different type of coaches uh, because several different topics. And that's what helps shapes our culture, our beliefs, and our values, our understanding, coaching. Uh, we all need that because we all can learn from others if we take the time to listen and be willing to be trained, uh-huh. <laughs> if you will. Because yep. no one knows everything. So can you talk about the culture? How does organization uh, culture shapes our values, beliefs, behaviors of the members? I'm talking about world. World. It's, it's funny when you go into an organization, you say, well, tell me about your culture. And, and um, they, they, uh, they say, oh, we don't have a culture here. Um, I've, I've come across a lot of organizations like that. And it, it's like, well, you do have a culture. You're just in denial of it. Uh, and that's never a good thing. It's much better to actually explore what is it that um, is, is creating the culture. What are, you know, what, well, what is a culture? And some simply say, put, it's, it's, it's the way we do things around here. Who's allowed to park where? Who has to work uh, away from a window? Um, who's on the, 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 uh, the executive floor? Um, which lifts are reserved for certain people? Um, uh, do we have um, uh, fridges that we can put food in? I mean, th- there's all sorts of things that define how uh, an organization is run. And what's particularly interesting is that if you have a lousy culture internally, whether you like it or not, your customers sense it, they feel it, and it puts them off. Uh, I've seen really huge uh, uh, communication uh, companies, you know, telephone-type companies, and actually their internal communications were dreadful. Uh, and and that dissonance, that mismatch beh- uh, between how uh, things are lived internally and lived externally um, is is a real sort of clue to how things are not going so well um, outside. So we, we really need to sort of consider how, how do we want to operate internally and how do we want to relate with our uh, uh, the world externally? And we need to align, align the two. And um, that takes conscious effort. It takes um, people really um, consciously thinking about um, h- how do we want to live? And uh, I mean, one particular thing, of course, is psychological safety. Do people want to come to work? Do they feel safe coming to the work? You know, it's something like 75% of people dread going to work in the morning. I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy. We need to create environments where it's fun, where people thrive. Organizations thrive when people thrive. You're right about that. And, you know, uh, all over the world, and especially in the United States, I know that uh, many of the companies are, are are suffering because they don't have the people to come and actually do the job. And and they don't have the right type of talent and they cannot hold and retain the talent uh, because of some type of workplace conflicts or uh, lack of pay, etc. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, there's an old saying that says that people don't uh, leave uh, organizations, they leave managers. So uh, I think that um, if, if there's a lot of churn, you know, people uh, coming and going in organizations, they need to look at the culture. They need to look at the leadership. They need to look at the way that people are treated. And, if it was true some years ago, it's even more true now because the young people that are coming into organizations are much less uh, willing to put up with being treated badly. 
so many more young people are actually asking when in interviews, they're saying, um, what, uh, what does this company stand for? Are you just here to make money? Or is there something deeper, more meaningful that this company stands for? Because if there isn't anything meaningful, I'm going somewhere else. Young people want to have meaning. They want to get a sense of what the purpose of an organization is, and they need it to be a lot more than just making money. Uh, and I think some people who've been in the business for some while are finding that kind of a little bit difficult to deal with. But they need to wake up. They need to listen uh, and uh, look at uh, what they're actually leading the company for. This is not just about um, stockholders, um, shareholders, and so on anymore. Things are much deeper. Yes, it, it is. You know, so, uh, and we just have to figure, and I think all of this come down to leadership, not just from a government perspective, but from a corporate perspective, from any job perspective. People have to feel like they are wanted and that they're cared for and they're going to be taken care of. And they will, most importantly, Tom, they want to be respected. Yep. Respect yep. Is, is the key. You know, yeah. So I tell you, we have to take another station break, uh, but we're going to come back. We're going to pick all this up and we're going to talk some more and more and more. And plus, I want to get off into some of the other things that you're doing. So I tell you, whichever platform you're watching this on or, or listening to it, if you want to call into the station, radio station, one 2473 it's your life, and we will be back shortly after the break with more of Tom Dennis. It's your life. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life, and I tell you, we'll be talking about a leadership from all perspectives, uh, not just from a government perspective, but from a corporate perspective, just from, I, I would even say, a family perspective. It means if you lead and you lead in, and that goes for the fathers, the mothers, the sisters, the brothers. I mean, we all are leaders and we all have to have an understanding of what that is, especially when it comes to organization, you know, and how they work. And so uh, 
I want to pick it back up with that one. But, uh, hey, Tom, we got a, a guy here, I mean, actually in studio that wants to ask you a question. So his name is Steve Taylor. I'm going to switch it over to him. Steve? Yeah, Tom. Um, hey, Steve. One of the questions I want to ask you is that uh, you, you, you spoke about culture. Uh, sometimes in an environment where there's not a culture that is aware what are some of the approaches you think would be best to kind of address those issues? When when people are uh, sort of not aware of the, the culture that's there, you mean um, I, I, it, these things need to be brought into consciousness. They, they need to be uh, faced. They need to be talked about. Uh, because as I said, um, there always is a culture. Um, and it's when you start to discuss it and you explore it, then you can begin to understand what what it means. Yes. Um, hi there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, a culture, I believe that's uh, it's, it's so important uh, that we all understand uh, what it means. And hey, you talk about some things, uh, you talk about toxic uh, masculinity. Uh, you know, what, what did you mean by that? Uh, that uh, I, I'm not sure how much they use that term in the US, but certainly over here, <laughs> they, they talk about toxic masculinity all the time. And um, I think it's a very unhelpful term. It doesn't, it doesn't bring anything positive to the, the conversation that we need to be having. What it does is it upsets people. It puts them off. It, uh, um, if it's referred to men, um, it, it's, it's sort of like putting the same label on everybody. And so an awful lot of men then turn around and say, well, that's not me. I don't want to have that conversation. Uh, and actually, we need to be encouraging men to have the conversation. And it's not about toxic, toxic masculinity. It's about toxic behavior, um, which is largely um, exercised by a small minority of men. Not exclu exclusively. Sometimes there's some women who behave in, in pretty toxic ways. But it's it's about behavior. It's not about classifying people. You know, so let's change the topic just a little bit because uh, you and I were talking uh, about this in the green room. We're talking about uh, bullying and harassment, and you know. So I know that you challenged uh, the term "normal." What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, it's. Um, the concept of normal doesn't work uh, for me. Um, it's the majority in whatever mm, uh, sort of grouping that you like to look at. It's the majority that decide what normal is. You know, I, I remember um, going to work in, in um, Nigeria and I, I arrived at the, um, the airport and I was the only white man there. So, I wasn't normal, you know, in that sense. Um, uh, so it, it's it's like we the the majority define what is normal, and then everybody else needs somehow to belong to that normality that's been defined by the majority. And we we need to we need to break that down um, because um, it's the majority hold the power. So it is about what is normal is defined by those who have power. And that leads to all sorts of dysfunction uh, of behavior and thinking. Um, you know, who wants to be normal anyway? <laughs> I certainly don't. So it's like um, we need to see people for who they are, not according to some measure that is defined by a grouping. Does that make sense? I, I totally agree with you on that because uh, you just put that uh, quite well. Uh, the majority determines who's normal. However, I believe that some people want to control the majority and, and they want 
their normalcy to be the majority, even though that's completely opposite than what the majority thinks. You know, so and and that's where the term harassment and bullying uh, come from. You know, so uh, uh, let's let's discuss that issue. Why does there appear to be much more harassment and bullying going on these days? And what can we do to uh, stop that and, and, and bring release? Well, JC, I'm not sure that we have more going on now than we ever have done. But we're sure talking about it a lot more. Um, I, I, you, you know, if you, if you look at where, where does harassment and bullying come from? Essentially, it comes from fear. It comes from somebody who is frightened, who needs to exert themselves by using power. Now, that, uh, that, that behavior very, very often comes from early, early trauma in childhood. And if you look at the percentages of people who actually commit bullying and harassment, it's a huge percentage that actually were bullied or harassed when they were little. So they're only living out what they understand and, uh, in a sense, how they've been conditioned to behave. I'm not excusing the behavior in any way. It's not okay to bully. It's not okay to harass at all. But I think once we understand where that comes from, the way that we tackle it can be different. We, we are in a society which wants quick answers. Uh, and the quick answer is either to lock someone up or to punish them and, and shame them. None of those things work. They don't work. Uh, and all they do is, is propagate more of that same behavior in, in other ways. So we need to address the root of that. And that means going right back to education and that actually talks about funding because uh, our educational systems are grossly underfunded. And what's ironic is that we put loads of people into prison, which costs the, the society huge amounts of money. And if only we'd put that money into education in the first place, we'd need to lock up far fewer people. And that would be great. <laughs> that would be great, uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom. You are doing so many things. I want to talk about uh, your books and your voiceover and, and your your podcast. Uh, I know we got about three, three and a half minutes, but I want to touch bases. What type of books do you write? Well, I, I, um, I've i written um, uh, or co-authored a couple of books. Uh, one is uh, called Daring to Have Real Conversations in Business. And the other one was uh, The Art of Risk and Reward. Uh, and um, that book came up fairly recently. It was uh, an Amazon number one uh, in the, I think, in, in, certainly in UK. I think it was in the US. Um, and, and that's just looking at different people and, and how they got in, on in life by taking a risk and what the, the reward was. Um, <laughs> it's, it's quite rare that we, we get a reward unless there's been some kind of risk. Life, life doesn't work like that otherwise. Um, but I, I write a lot of um, articles uh, which are published, as you said, at the beginning in various uh, magazines. Uh, I try and write um, topically, and, and that's where the podcasts come in. I, I'm, I'm interviewing um, really interesting leaders um, under the sort of the, the umbrella of um, leading responsibly with integrity and purpose. Uh, I think we have so much to learn from good leadership. Um, you know, one of the things that we're missing in society are role models. We don't have nearly enough role models. And, and, and part of that is because we've destroyed community. Everybody lives singly or in little units. And uh, um, if we can bring back community, it actually will heal so much um, of of, uh, of of how we live, actually. I will bring back a whole lot. We're down to the last minute of the show. How could uh, people get your book? Uh, how could they uh, reach out to you if they wanted to talk with you or get in touch with you? And uh, 
you it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. So we'll have to I get me back, JC. There's a lot more that we could cover on this subject. <laughs> hey, we most definitely gonna get you back. You know, uh, but uh, can you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Sure. So look, look me up on LinkedIn, Tom with an H, Tom Dennis. Uh, and um, the business, the, the company is called Serenity in Leadership. You'll find our website there. And, uh, you know, I'm, we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, look me up. The, the two books, Daring to Have Real Conversations in Business and The Art of Risk and Reward, they're both on Amazon. Uh, love you to buy them. And uh, But I, I'd, I'd really like to, to hear from people what their reactions are to some of the things I've been saying. So uh, look me up on LinkedIn. That's the place that I spend a lot of time discussing what I think are really incredibly important things for today. The leadership that we have today that has to change to take us into the future successfully. Yeah, it has to change because, uh, you know, we want our youth and our young adults, they're going to be our future leaders of tomorrow. When we have to train and teach them today. Absolutely. For the challenges of tomorrow. I tell Absolutely. you what, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. show up. You're certainly coming back, Tom, if you got time in your schedule. I'd like to thank Dr. Michelle Cooley for always putting together great, great shows. I'd like to thank my producer, Todd, uh, for always doing the right thing and making us look good on all these platforms. Always dream big, think big, and be big. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Same place is your life. We'll see you then. Thanks, thanks for joining us for the James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.